0: Uh, welcome everybody to um, the Motorsport issue commentary. This is for the November 2017 issue. Um, we've done a few of these um, preview or the, these commentaries so far and the, and, the, and the aim of the game is um, for you to hopefully, if you've got the magazine in front of you, um, is to listen as we talk you through the kind of the the behind-the-scenes elements, what what went into putting this issue together. Um, And I'm joined today by Damon Cogman, who is our our editor, uh, and Simon Aaron, our features editor afternoon hello Simon hello Damon hello. Um, this issue has Nicky Lauda on the cover and not only that we've done uh, we've put together four collectors covers and they each one has a different portrait of Nicky Lauda that reflects a different point in his career um, so if I can remember rightly we have starting from the earliest part point of his career we have Nicky Lauda the rookie Nicky Louder, um, The Brave, which obviously reflects the mid-70s era, uh, The Fighter, likewise, uh, and The Thinker, so which was the McLaren era, um, and each portrait, Damon, if I come to you, yeah. um, we Put a, we spent a lot of time, didn't we, in yeah. <laughs> into well, um, finding these? A
1: covers yeah. always a fun thing to do, anyway, and when you have four of them to do, suddenly, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fun, it all comes out now. <laughs> the, the fun multiplies <laughs> by four. <laughs> um, so yeah, you what you, where you end up with is um, uh, a big pile of images, or uh, well, metaphorical images for uh, potentially the cover for one image. So obviously, if you're trying to find. Uh, four of them uh, then it kind of multiplies up so you do end up with a very uh, sort of you do end up with lots of a lot of pictures to sort of push through which is great obviously it's great fun yeah. But uh, but yes, it does make it, it does make it a little bit tricky. And obviously, we came and also we came to the idea of the the four ages quite late in the in the schedule for this one. We had a we had brilliant plans about what we were going to do, and we we even had um, uh, the sort of the, the the sort of the lunch with that will I'm the sure will come kind of, yeah, the shot, straight portrait, yeah, straight portrait that we um, sort of went to all the way to Aust- uh, to Austria. It was Austria. It was it? Austria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, and, uh, and t- took his t- took his photo in Austria. So it was. Yeah, so we had many, many options, and obviously the, the obvious thing is to put Ferraris and McLarens, and so. But then I think I think it was your fault. I think it was your idea. It's my fault. <laughs> it was definitely yeah, your idea I think and I we can came take up, came came up with four, uh, yeah. four, 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 four ages of Nicky.
0: Well, it came mostly about because Simon had delivered such a comprehensive lunch with, uh, and we had breakfast with, strictly speaking. Breakfast, lunch, yeah. Egg, although he'd salty eaten breakfast egg. before I got there, but it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And so, therefore, we had this broad, wide-reaching story, and then we started to compartmentalise it, didn't we? And so, well, yeah. we've got everything from, you know, from his early days, um, with you know the, the sort of the arguments he had with his family, all the way up to the, the, this, well, all the, way up to the present day, really. So. Um, it made sense, I think, but I must admit, yeah, I do apologise for sort of, you know, <laughs> saying, right, we're not doing that now, we're doing this. No, well, well, we're not, not only we're doing that. That. <laughs> And we're doing four of them. <laughs> yeah. Yay! But we'll come to you, Simon, because, I mean, it was, uh, tell, us, tell us what happened, the behind the scenes of, of pulling together an interview with Nikki Lauder, who's quite, <clears throat> quite busy. I,
2: to be honest, it, was, it actually ended up being reasonably straightforward. I mean, I'm lucky that I've dealt with Nikki a few times before, and uh, we initially contacted... Mercedes, his current employer, um, who said, "Yep, yeah, sounds like a great idea." Put me in touch with his PA, and from then on, it was. Um, she said he wouldn't like to do lunch; he'd like to do breakfast. Yep. Which is fine. So flew out on a Monday afternoon to meet him for a Tuesday morning breakfast. Arrived half an hour early and discovered that Nicky had already eaten his breakfast. So he didn't quite grasp the full concept of us having breakfast with him. But nonetheless, we sat and chatted while everyone else around us had breakfast, and.
1: If I can interject, the, bit, the the breakfast bit is is the best is the best bit the the, the, the sort of the Nicky louder. Well, oh, well, don't I'll don't, give, don't give, give it away, away. too I'm much. Not yeah. give it away, but <laughs> best bit of that is, um, is the yeah. best. I mean,
2: there is there, there is um, <laughs> the reason the location in the the hotel that we where we ate was was chosen. What we did eventually eat was chosen was because Nicky's been having his breakfast there. Since about the 14th century he can't remember (laughs) when he started going there but he's he's almost as part as much a part of the furniture as the furniture and as we were sitting chatting and everybody just kind of acknowledged him and i mean you can't miss him with a bloke in a dark being his restaurant with a bright red hat on um but he was great company very engaging understood exactly what we needed and just kind of switched on the dictaphone and said "Write your life and Uh um a little bit of prompting for me along the way, but basically we just chatted for 90 minutes, and yeah. most of it was him just telling me about his life. And uh, yeah. I first saw him race in 1972 as I was an 11-year-old kid. Uh, he won a Formula Two race at uh, surprisingly Alton Park, and um <laughs> Sorry, where? <Alton laughs> where? Park. Sorry, I've never. And, um, him. That? <laughs> and, um, <laughs> never
0: mentioned
2: that. <laughs> okay. I mean, he, he absolutely <laughs> walked that race. It was the first time I'd heard of him, and. From then on, I mean, throughout throughout his time racing in, in Formula One with March, BRM, and so on, I always kind of followed his progress because that mm-hmm. watching him win by forty odd seconds in the teeming rain made such an impression on me. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, incredible privilege to have had a chance to deal with him, professionally in the motor racing paddock of the world, and then to go and meet him for something like this was was mm-hmm. just fabulous. I mean, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the whole thing. I yeah. mean, I hope that comes across in the piece. But, yeah. I mean, I, I certainly enjoyed it.
0: And, and because no stone is left un, unturned here, here at Motorsport, we have actually a, I would say there's a quarter of a page image there, Damon, of, of the oh. menu. What? We actually, yes. we have, we yes, have there the is. menu there and I won't, to won't go been into it too been much. But yeah, yeah to, to the Wiener the melange, whatever, that's a yeah. sausage. Of, it's a coffee, it's a coffee. Oh, the are you sure? What?
2: Yes, it's a coffee. I mean, I there's <laughs> a sausage, isn't
0: it? Wiener
2: <laughs> means Viennese, from Vienna.
0: And a melange? Yeah. <laughs> so
2: that's uh, of it's a coffee coffee. How
1: right. a, wow, so what's the
2: it's a it's a schnitzel, Venus, a schnitzel. from, from, from vienna. Vienna. vienna
1: yes right okay right well it's a, it's a, it's a, german, <laughs> a german lesson and uh, a nikki Lauder interview all in one go <laughs> and, it,
0: and and i guess I've, what, what i got from this and I, and I think it needs i think it was an important story to tell as well was just how flipping good he was i mean we talk about nicky the thinker one of the one of the cover uh well, one of the four cover options is this this thinker idea but his actual pace like you say winning that race by 40 seconds his his speed in the mid 70s was really something else and it seems like we remember him more for his bravery or for his you know his mental um, you know sort of skill, his intellect you know but guy's speed was
2: i had a conversation and this was Several features ago, when I did the Formula of two 50th anniversary piece and I spoke to people who were involved at the time, and one of the team, well, he was a mechanic I think at the time. Yeah, you know, they regard when Nicky Lauda arrived, they regarded him as a renter driver who was whose sponsorship was basically helping to pay the cost of running running, running Ronnie Peterson. Yeah. And he said it only took him a couple of practice sessions to realise that oh, he's not a he's not <laughs> just a, he's not he's not just a renter driver. He's actually pretty good.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, okay. And yeah, and I think that. Uh, and he, so r- he
1: raced so much as well, doesn't he? I, I know we kind of again we don't want to give too much away, but the, the kind of the the, the the amount of different cars and uh, yeah. things he drives, things that you wouldn't expect him to uh, to, to you don't, don't recognise him for. But yeah, you look page everything.
0: page sixty one, I yeah. think you know that, that the opener to this story yeah. shows a number of the cars that he raced and the variety. There's something else. So yeah, you take a look at page sixty and, and you'll see. But.
2: I mean, it's, it's something I'd actually forgotten until I was chatting to him. But we ch- he was chatting about racing a Cologne Capri. I thought, what was that? And it was it was '74 when he was a works <laughs> Ferrari driver. And I mean, I, I can't see Sebastian Vettel or, or Kimi Raikkonen jumping into a you know a Ford Focus or a yeah. Fiesta in the current climate somehow.
0: Yeah. Although you'd probably see them both jumping into a Cologne Capri. Yeah. Well, yeah, maybe. It's only said
2: said, yeah.
1: Yeah. Right now, anyway. Yeah.
0: yeah. Right, okay, cool. well with these, these uh, issue commentary um, uh, podcasts, um, I, I've got a, I've got a request. Would you mind, if you're listening to this and you're enjoying it, um, tell your friends. Tell your friends about the issue commentary because we're, we're quite proud of them. This idea that you can buy the issue and then you can put your headphones on and, and listen along as, as you're reading and kind of get an idea for how we produce uh, uh, produce the content. So tell your friends about the Motorsport Magazine podcast and of course um, tell them how much you enjoy it.
1: Yes, I think you can, I think you can click likes and things as well on. on on, on the interweb, can't you? <laughs> 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 that, that's our social media expert. Yeah, there, you? <laughs> Correspondent. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. You to go to iTunes and definitely put it, get it up the
2: list as well. Yeah. And, and as, as, as is an opportunity for, to uh, tell readers a little bit about the way we produce the magazine, can I also just point out to the mate of mine I bumped into on the train this morning, who's a subscriber, and the first thing he said to me was, why have they taken your column out of the magazine? And I had to, he had a copy with him, and I was able to sort of direct him to... You know, 30 pages to the left. He <laughs> had
1: one with him. What are you walking around with them now? <laughs> no, no, he, he, was, he, was, he was
2: about to catch a flight, and he, had, he, was, he was going to be reading material. It was this issue. He was going to read it yeah. on the plane. But he was a bit disappointed to see my column had been taken out of the last issue. I pointed out to him that actually it's just yeah. 30 pages, 40 pages to the left of where it was. The same applies to the readers who've written and complained Doug Nye's not in there anymore. He is. He's, He's just... There. A, he, He's there.
0: It's, just, it's, it's just all a, still there. It's just it's a,
2: it's a slight jigsaw puzzle, but it's all still there.
0: Yeah, yeah I think it. Would t- I mean, this is the second issue of the, the refresh. We, t- we talked about it in, in last month's um, preview. And yes, we have um, rearranged uh, some of the, the, the pacing and the format of the title, but Simon is very much there, <laughs> dark is very much there. And yeah, we've had a few letters saying I can't find them, and I think we were, there's even a rumor going around that didn't, didn't. Uh, possibly someone has decided they wanted to um, re-flat plan it and cut pages out. Well, you, this, sh- yeah, should we uh, tell this story? Um, <laughs> yeah, no, that, do, you, do you want
2: to <laughs> know where I was when I heard this story? I, I, uh, can, can you guess? Let me. Uh, does it begin with O? <laughs> it does. It does begin with O. Um, yeah, I was, uh, I was at uh, the Gold Cup weekend. I think it was at Alton Park and. Uh, uh, long-standing reader came up to me and said that uh, he liked some of the stuff we'd done, wasn't sure about other bits, and we had a chat about it.
1: So and I he said told him he was wrong. Obviously. <laughs> yes, yes,
2: yes. yes. And, uh, no, no, he was generally, he was generally positive, good, good. but he said that one of his friends still liked the content, but felt that we'd moved things into the wrong places and apparently had gone through with a kitchen knife or a scalpel or something. And had been cutting pages out and putting them back in the order he wanted them. Although yeah. how he, how he can do that and maintain the running flow of, a, of a, an A page feature, I'm not it's quite an sure. Advanced flat it, planning <laughs> that is. Yeah. So I, whether he's had to sort of since reshuffle
1: I think it. He's to, just invented his yeah. own genre as well. I don't yeah. think you can actually even do that in the real world. So I think it, yeah, if we can if we can invent a technology that mm. where you can do that. Like I'd, I'd, I'd my
2: recommendation would be to sort of. <laughs> ride with us for a couple of months you'll get yeah, you, you will get, used, get to used, new, to used to
0: the new running order. Yeah good on, I mean I'm glad that he that he didn't just throw nice it in he cares, bit, you know yeah nice <laughs> that he cared he wanted to put it back into an order that he was familiar with so um, yeah so the second issue of the of the refresh um, we've, we've made a few sort of tweaks here and there we've listened to um, some of the feedback on, on some of the areas and I, and I think actually probably over the next couple of issues or so and um, we'll continue just to just to sort of tweak and improve but Hopefully the the, the you, you can see what we were trying to do, bigger, bolder pictures, more content. Um, the new features at the back end, including Garagista, which follows a Jordan F1 car as it's being restored, a wonderful first Sprint that's also being restored and will be raced soon, um, and then some lunatic who's um, attempting to, to race an MGB, um, <laughs> which uh, I won't talk about my uh, victory
1: in the... Um, oh, this again. In the, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. All week oh, did the time <laughs> when you want me to want th- tell th- you the... No, I'd no, okay. love to hear more. <laughs> oh, okay, I won't. It wasn't an open
2: Park, not
0: interested. No. Exactly. Um, and
1: exactly. we won't talk about the uh, being brought before the uh, Steward's Inquiry. Either, but <laughs> Twice. That, we'll, we'll carry on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm getting a bit of a reputation. I didn't it's, know that I... It's, it's all well, a thing, Well, you <laughs> know, yes,
0: I did overtake before the safety car line. I, I did, but it was 0.12 the second, you know. And then the other one... <laughs> the, the, and then the one after that was Jack's... Part, anyway! <laughs> Shall we move on? Yes shall we. <laughs> <laughs> okay well let's go into, well, let's talk about somebody who is actually a very good uh, racing driver um, and annoyingly a very good writer as well. Let's talk about um, Dickey Meadon's uh, quite astonishing victory in the St Mary's Trophy at the Goodwood Revival. Oh my god, what a race. Wasn't it something else?
2: It was, I, I, I wasn't there this year but I, I caught up with it subsequently on um, one of the various miracle channels on the, on the web. and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, hell of a race to watch. Yeah. Um, to he and Mike Jordan, both properly competitive drivers. But the, the great thing about it for me was, um, it wasn't just that it was so close; it's so clean. Yeah. I mean, you look at the way the current BTCC uh, mm. is sometimes, and you know, it's you've got thirty cars covered by eight tenths of a second or something, all driven by very competitive people. There will be contact, but occasionally. But some of it. I feel is unnecessary but Uh, but something like like that I mean that was every bit as close probably closer than the current BTCC is in cars that don't have as much grip that aren't as easy to control and yet despite racing you know half a cigarette paper apart for almost the entire distance and mm. um, both sideways over curbs and th- but they never touched each other, never tried to touch each other, never looked like touching each other yeah. and that was just brilliant.
1: It was, and there was also two A40s as well as there it was Rob Huff and I forget who was in the other car now, yeah. they were racing, they were they, they Jags, they were than just behind,
2: because the A40 and the Alpha was occasionally mm-hmm. uh, slowing each other up yeah. because they were racing so closely the two Jags behind kept getting into the mix and then there was traffic and no I just thought it was a great spectacle and it was was great credit to Dickie that um, having recovered from a 104 mile an hour sideways moment through ford water or what he was doing getting sideways through (laughs) ford
1: water I don't know It should be be easily flat (laughs) I think think he saw our photographer (laughs) yeah Yeah, it wasn't me Um, (laughs)
0: no it was I I mean I was there Um, uh, he he and I and a a few other people had you know Good beers the night before, as you do. It's a, it's an enjoyable evening, and and but then he sort of uh, quite early. I thought he was like, no, oh, I'm going to have water now. and I was like, oh, Okay, <laughs> hang on a minute. <laughs> I'm going to carry on if you're not. <laughs> yeah. um, but he still was stayed out and had a good time. And then um, when I saw him the next day in the uh, in the assembly area, he was looking. Um, I mean, he always looks a little bit nervous before the race, and he would admit it himself. Uh, and the owner was there, who I met, who uh, Jeff, Jeff Jeff Gordon. Gordon. Um, yeah. Not that one. Not, yet. <laughs> Not <laughs> that one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the guy. He also owns the the alpha that we uh, we write about in uh, Garage Easter, uh, in in the back of the magazine, and he was looking excited, and everyone was having a good laugh and a joke in the assembly area, and then um, and then off they went. And I I honestly don't think I've seen a better race in any category for a long, long, long time. Yeah, I mean, as definitely. you say, the fact that it was the whole race, and they were never more than you know. A, well, the car length apart and most of the time it was yeah. a cigarette yeah. <laughs> pay for a part. and of course um,
1: we're a little bit biased so we were cheering for Dickie of course yeah yeah <laughs> yeah absolutely
0: yeah and this, this is the only place you'll read this this story and um, if you go onto the um, website motorsportmagazine.com you'll also see some on board footage of of um, the, the moment um, yes which, the moment yeah yeah <laughs> the save of the season um, that long moment when there's no more lock left which is on page 83 in the magazine but you can also see it on our on our YouTube channel mm-hmm. um or on motorsportmagazine.com. Mm. Um, actually, while I'm, while I'm at the plugs, uh, Barnes and Noble. Uh, Barnes and Noble in the states. That's where it's a great place to get your copy of Motorsport. Um, so please, uh, please check it out. And they also um, use some of our videos on their Facebook channel as well. So, so take a look at that. Um, so the next story, um, the hunt for the missing pieces, page eighty-six. Now, which which missing pieces are, are these, Simon? What's the uh, What's missing there? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that's
2: just a <laughs> that, 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 I think that's just a bit of graphic art, isn't it? I mean, Grandma um, Damon then, over is it. Is it? quite yeah. possibly might be. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, the dri- the, dri- the driver, usually a plug-and-play component, yes. seems to have been jigsawed out of the, um, <laughs> it's of the graphic. It's not a
1: phrase you hear that often, <laughs> is it? Really, jigsawed out. <laughs> jigsawed I'm not even out. sure it's a verb, but it is isn't a <laughs> I think we can now. Too. I'll read this down first. Between
0: separate phases of Renault ownership, the Enstone Formula One factory lost many key assets. The former champion knows it will take time to get back on terms with Mercedes and Ferrari. But it is prepared to be patient. Um the a sense that I don't I don't know about you, Simon, but I, I I feel that Renault will be right up there within the next 18 months or so.
2: Yeah, it's if you look at in recent times, I mean you know, Ferrari's been kind of omnipresent at the front, but Mercedes came in in twenty ten. Um, it took a regulation change, um, one race is twenty thirteen. But um it took a regulation change and a shift and having been in the category for three or four seasons to become as effective as it has become, Red Bull came in in two thousand and five was a race winner in two thousand and nine it's a, that's you know four or five years seems to be generally for a you know a new new enterprise yeah um the kind of um the kind of time it takes uh, but by and large obviously Renner's is not a new thing, but Enstone had been stripped. Of so many assets. I mean, you look at the people who've left there over time. Yeah. I mean, Bob Bell's yep. back there now, but yep. Pat Simmons and um, James right. Allison. And each time one of them went, it was like it was like a Russian doll almost. Yes. There'd be there'd be another equally capable technical director, yeah. uh, but waiting to step in there. But it had been under the previous regime. It had been pared right back to the yeah. bare bones, and you know, it, it clearly it, it's going to take time to get back to where it was in the mid-2000s as a mm. back-to-back world champion.
0: There was, was always a risk, wasn't there? Well, there was a risk for a while that Renault would would uh, almost disappear from real front-line motorsport com- completely. Um, and, uh, and that would have been very sad, because alongside Porsche, I don't think any other manufacturers is, is as committed to racing, No. Uh, right. you know, if you go all the way down to Clio Cup into the rally cars that they If you they go back to the 1906 formu- French Grand Prix. <laughs> the, that, that, that's <laughs> a good point, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. The fact that they compete in Formula E and Formula 1, you mm. know, and actually a lot of manufacturers are, d- are doing an, e- an either or at the moment, you know, I think, uh, I think it should be applauded that, mm. that they are...
2: Well, and they've still got, I mean, the two-litre Formula Renault is still... Yep. Generally across Europe is the it's the main kind of post national level single seater series that yep. the guys go to uh, when they want to start competing overseas. Yep. And as you say, they, they support um, club racing through the Clio Cup. they introduced a mm-hmm. the new Clio Junior thing this year, yep. which has been a slow starter, but it is gradually sort of building up, Steve. Yep. Um, and, and they've been around. I mean. Coincidence, but the first Grand Prix I physically attended was the seventy-seven British Grand Prix, which was also Renault's first Grand Prix. So I've kind of got uh, uh, a. So kind of was that, you were there in
0: 1906 when was <laughs> 19,
2: <laughs> something <laughs> like that. Powered. If I can just make it, it, it was at Silverstone, not at the, sorry, not, not oh the right, other sorry. place, not at the other sorry, place. Sorry, oh, You've been to two,
0: circuits. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was in nineteen ninety-six when think was nearer one hundred and two. actually <laughs> right, but Anyway, um,
2: yeah, I've, I've always felt a bit of a connection yeah. with Renault because they've always done things as well. I mean, they were the they were the pioneers with the turbo. They were the ones who made. The, I know Honda came out with the V10 at the same time, but uh-huh. Renault were the ones who kind of Bossed really it. made. Yeah, yeah, really made that one work. And then when they came back in, they had the weird 111 degree mm. V8. Didn't work, so mm. they went and did some. But they've always been a company that you've know, tried different things
1: yeah and
2: yeah. I've always I've always liked that experience. and
1: it always it filters down to the road cars doesn't it I mean their sort of spirit and their essence kind of it's, it shows in all their kind of little are you going like, to start talking about Avantimes and
2: Velsatises no, well not, not <laughs> if you want me to but <laughs> no. maybe not no. they, they were never sporting <laughs> <Renault>. <laughs> No. It's not so much no <laughs> but no Renault Sport for, yeah, for Renault sure sport, yeah I mean, you cars,
0: can yeah. you can drive a Renault Sport car it's going to sound completely bizarre. Blindfold, you know, you know what I mean. You can mm. you can sense a Renault Sport car just from the way it makes, you know, you, you, the way you, you feel the car. So, um, and I'm sure that just comes down from or well, top down from from people who just love motor racing mm. you know, and and enjoy being around racing.
1: Yeah, you know. So and they've always so been they've always been a friendly team, haven't they? They've always have been that sort of had a had a sort of friendly face to them, haven't they? They've always yeah, absolutely. Sort of in, yeah. The, in the in the in the, in the, mm. the spirit of um, kind of motor racing as it kind of should be, I guess.
0: So I've got a. Um, uh, so ten quid, guys. I want I want you to bet who's gonna <laughs> who's gonna finish next year's championship with the most points: Science or the Hulk? Hulkenberg. Oh. David's oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay, okay. laughs> struggling over yeah. the ten pound thing. What? <laughs> Hang on, that's,
1: that's another ten pounds. I'm going to lose again, isn't it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I've got a history of this. Um, if I say Science, does that that's going basically? No, I I'm a big fan of Science. I think he's a good racer. And uh, he's 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 cut from the same cloth as that as his uh, as his compatriot Fernando. I think he's sort mm-hmm. of he's, he may not have that ultimate pace, but I think he's 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 got that kind of fire in his belly, and I kind of like that about him. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I think the best is yet to come with Carlos. I think we we haven't seen the best of him yet. I think that's Damon's way of saying science. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's do so it. Okay. <laughs> so the ten pin, ten mm. quid, down the road right? there.
0: <laughs> I, I like, I, same as you. I like the way science goes about it. Yeah. I don't mind that he has the odd, you know, spin, and yeah. dink and crash and stuff because he's, he's he's always he's a proper tryer. But yeah. I think Hulk is. I think he's been criminally sort mm-hmm. of underestimated and recognised for for too sure. long in his career, you know. And he's 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 so as I'm saying, he's in the very top flight. You know,
1: yeah, so I mean, it's it's kind it's of make all, it's kind of make or break for him now, isn't it? Because he's been around a yep. while now, so he, this is his this is his chance really. As a fact, full factory team. He's going to yeah. have a brand new. Car at his disposal, team's built around him. Um, I think, yeah, I think he's, it's time to deliver for the Hulk. So, hopefully, he will. We all want him to do well. We all want him to win. Let's um, go. Yeah, go. Yeah, I mean I, did,
2: I, mean, I, um, I mean, I did answer the question with one word initially, but I just some of the stuff I've seen from uh, Hulkenberg over the years, junior categories as well mm. as F1. Um, I just think there is, there is definitely something there, and it's Brazil 2012 sticks in my mind. I was is
0: that the pole? Oh,
2: um, no, that was 2010. So was 2010. Brazil 2012 was when um, it started to drizzle, and Jensen, Button, and Hulk were the only two who stayed out mm. on slicks in the drizzle. Mm. And as a result of which, they were about 50 seconds. And they both, I mean, they all, they all went in for wets, came out, discovered it wasn't such a good idea after all. And <laughs> you know, meanwhile, Hulk and then, Button yeah. was just calm. And, and, and he was very close to Jensen, who's brilliant in those conditions. Mm. Um, and that, yeah, we haven't seen enough of that, perhaps, but it was a snapshot of what he can do. Yeah, And um, I'm yep. sure that once Renault is firing on all cylinders, uh, we'll see more of that.
0: Yeah. So let's go from one extreme to another, actually. That's, uh, <laughs> this, is, this is fantastic. Yeah. If I
2: could actually just add uh, just one thing, selecting reverse very briefly, when we talked about the Louder thing, um, we didn't mention, and I think we should, go on uh, Morris Hamilton yep. to compliment my lunch. Morris did a kind of a very experienced writer, Morris, great guy. And he did a lovely kind of overview of Nicky the man, what makes him tick. Looking at Nicky the person, um, some of his racing stuff, some of his business stuff. Yeah. And I mean, I was chuffed a bit that he, Morris, agreed to write it, and I was even more chuffed when I saw what he'd written because I think it's a lovely, lovely analysis of of Nicky the guy.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's on page seventy-three, Morris' uh, story from Morris. Um, And actually, Damon a big pat on the back for you, I think the layout, design and layout of, of, of the, no, very much. well actually the, the whole issue, but I, I yeah. love the inside line Nicky Lauda um, mm. design layout and the, the, the sort of nod to his crash helmet <laughs> in, the, in the on-page graphic, I think yeah. is, is nicely done. Thank so, you very much. Um, okay, so the, the one extreme to the other I, I, I mentioned, yes, European truck racing. This is the photo essay in the issue and we sent out... Um, uh, our staff photographer Lyndon, who's can't uh, be with us today. can be with us today. <laughs> he's, uh, he's Where is in,
1: he? He's in Barbados. And what's he doing in Barbados? <laughs> truck he's, racing. He's <laughs> watching <laughs> more truck racing. <laughs> he's uh, at the Bahamas Speed Speed Week, Week or something. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. As I think it's called. But I'm sure he'll, I'm sure he'll hear more. We'll hear more about it in the next. Uh, in the next in podcast but uh, and it will yes. be a,
0: no doubt there'll be a fantastic photo essay as well from, yeah uh, from the from speed like B, so. Yeah. So if I he mean, ever comes back yes please. so but, um, but
1: yes to this issue where he was um in somewhere a little bit less uh, uh, well, midi- uh, not Mediterranean, that's not all right. We're Caribbean, <laughs> that's the one, isn't it? That's the one. The other yeah, one, yeah. Past <laughs> the map, Damon. What, what's the other? <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: it's, it's a lot less Caribbean because
0: it's landlocked. <laughs> <Yeah>. Hungary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see your confusion. Though, yeah. when it's
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hungary, Barbados. It's almost literally nothing like each other.
0: <laughs> Heavy metal thunder. This story. I, I, I won't go into it too much, but it's it's the uh, it's the story of the European uh, Truck Racing Championship and. Uh, uh, Linden went, yes, over to Budapest, uh, not, not Barbados, <laughs> and uh, came back with some fantastic images from um, what is a, a, a seemingly a very healthy, very vibrant, and um, very, how can I say, visually arresting
1: spectacle. Yeah. Um, sort of salt on the senses. So we, 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 I think Simon and I have been to see them at um, uh, oh, hang on, we've all we're been. It's, no, we've yeah, all yeah, been. It's <laughs> my stag do was your stag <laughs> task I remember. Yeah, it, no? yes. Brands Hatch. Yes. truck racing. Truck yeah. racing. Yeah, as it will be. Uh, <laughs> we've all we've all witnessed the the the, the sort of spectacle of these things charging around. And if you if you get the chance to go to Brands Hatch and watch these things, definitely do it. It's amazing. Well, there's the, yeah. I
2: mean, there's one coming up. Um, annual first weekend in November. there. Mm. truck racing with fireworks after after the truck racing is very well, <laughs> <truck racing. laughs> yeah. but i don't i know a lot of people are snuffy about it but as as th- a way to get kids interested in mm. motor racing the, the, tr- you know, the drivers are very accessible the, they love kids clambering into the trucks, which obviously kids love doing yeah. there's always a load of other stuff going on at truck meetings designed for children whether it 's live music or people in you know Crushed, you know, yeah. Triceratops. Triceratops. Well, yeah. <laughs> mon- monster trucks <laughs> crushing Volvo's and stuff. Yeah. Um, but it's 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 designed not for what I suspect to probably you know a typical motorsport reader who you know, loves Bugattis and the RAs mm-hmm. and so forth. But as a family thing, it's yeah. um it's a it's a good fun weekend and you know the more we can encourage kids to yeah yeah, yeah, yeah enjoy definitely. and. and Become involved in any form of motorsport as a, as a taster for you know for, to sustain our industry into the future. Um, yep. I think it's a good thing, and truck racing does it very, very well. I was supposed to be with in in Hungary, but I picked up stomach poisoning or something. I didn't really fancy being on an easy jet at thirty-seven thousand feet, so wasn't following breakfast with Nicky was it? wasn't following breakfast with Nicky Lauder. It? It yes. So <laughs> was I had, that, I was had, that had that to. Is that for coffee, yeah. Sausage, coffee, yeah. sausage, frothy sausage. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So, unfortunately, I had to duck out, but I think, I think he's done a very nice job of capturing the essence of the slightly different characters. You, you don't need to be in the gymnasium 24-7, it seems, to, to race a truck. <laughs> oh,
1: really? <laughs> <It's only laughs> <quite> a
2: minute, <laughs> Not a second. <laughs> I, I think done we lot might have my, training
0: in the gym this year for my MGB racing. What, what, what a wally. <laughs> oh. Anyway. Um, so yes. It's it's, it's exciting stuff
1: and and, and a change of pace, you know, motorsport is supposed to be full of these wonderful stories from around the globe and and it
0: highlights that, so yeah. Well, the the contrast as well is is also brilliantly illustrated, I think, on page 98 and 99 where we looked at the um, Scarab, um, so the 50s Grand Prix car. Now, this is the second of a uh, series of three stories um, that is written by Nigel Rees, who um, is uh, extremely uh, well-rated um, uh, technician engineer, um, and he has managed to transform the performance of a number of cars that weren't particularly successful in period. And this, this Scarab is, is absolutely one of them. Um, and this is another one of those stories that we we we, we encourage you to um, take your time over because it's 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 very very dense. It's full of lots of information, but it does. It does reveal how certain cars just they just didn't they just didn't reveal their true potential in in period. And um, Nigel and his team have, have managed to, um, to 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 deliver performance that um, would have probably changed the, uh, the sort of fabric of motorsport yeah. results. If, if you but know it's it's do not have to do it. In time. It's often,
2: and it's often, as you read the piece, you, um, as it was with the Arrows A4 that he covered previously, yep. it's, it's stuff that in in the current era, it's. It's fairly simple mm. physics, mm. but the the tools to investigate said physics just didn't exist in 1959, 1960 when the Scarab was first around, and the you know the it's just quite interesting to you know to, to look at the numbers and you think blimey that was way out, but then yeah. the, the, then no, you have to no, think about what they would do the the technology available to a lot of these people at the time, near as small team yeah. as it was and so on. And yeah. I, I think it's just a, it's a nice. It's a sort of a warm, nice warm, uplifting tale.
0: Yeah it is absolutely and it's, it's certainly a car to seek out if you're ever at Goodwood or in any historic uh, race paddock. I, I mean yeah
2: I've seen it, I've, been, I've seen it race at Goodwood, I've seen it race in the Monaco Historic, I've seen it race at Silverstone, it's a, yeah. it's, a lo- it's a, lovely looking thing and uh, Julian Bronson drives it very very well.
0: Absolutely okay there's, uh, there's a lovely sidebar in this feature as well the rear engine revolution why did it take so long um, that's that's worth having a really good read as well it's, it's great um, great analysis there from, from Nigel. Um, and again we've we've let's we'll jump over to the states now so this is um this is Newgarden uh, Joseph Newgarden and his uh, his IndyCar championship win. Mm. Um wow. seems a little bit odd that we're talking about a championship winner at this time of year. I yeah, they get about the way, but they don't. they, they don't <laughs> <they're> <laughs> yeah. blimey. What do they do now? That's, um <laughs> well, when does the season crazy. start again? Does it does it start It starts uh, in
2: March, April, I mean but oh, okay. it's it, um it's only because Formula One has become extended. I mean, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, for I mean, it, yeah. the first few years I came in Formula One, you kind of finished mid-October, yeah. and you flew back from Japan, and then stayed at home for four months. Yeah. And it's, yeah, you know, Formula One has kind of now moved to this flirting with December, yeah. almost, but it's just that's you know, the, the, the Rally GB, RAC Rally, call it what you will, takes place before the end of the Formula One season, whereas yeah. you, it used to be sort of months after the end of the Formula One <laughs> season. It's just you know, the where the sport is. Yeah. The sport has changed, but um, America hasn't quite.
0: He's, um, I mean, Newcomer's potentially um, a big star. He yeah, he's uh, yeah. American. Yeah. You know, he's um, he's done very well in the championship this year. Very mature um, delivery of, of of the championship and. Um, I think it was proposed online on the Motorsport Magazine website this week that maybe if um, Toro Rosso are looking for a yeah. <laughs> for a driver That's that they should look no further than the new It would be great
1: for the sport, wouldn't it? But yeah, um, do, do, a, do a Jacques Villeneuve and uh, yeah. come, come across the pond. Even yeah.
0: if it's for a race, you sure. know, while, while Red Bull are
1: trying to sort themselves out. Yeah, he's done his championship now, so there's nothing to, to win. Nothing yeah, I, to think
2: it might, I think you might have to pay Roger Penske a few quid to prize him <laughs> out yeah. of his contact. <laughs> <laughs> um, certainly, <laughs> yeah. know there's a champion, but I think it's um, it was you know Pensky took the decision to drop Juan Pablo Montoya, who's a proven package, still very quick, mm. uh, because it was the it was the opportunity within New Garden's kind of contractual situation to, to grab him, and if somebody like Roger Pensky thinks he's worth grabbing. Um, you know, there's, there's some mileage That's in this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. uh, I mean, yeah. he, he looked he, he looked decent when he raced in the UK years ago in Formula Ford. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah it's did, well, he did
1: well at the festival didn't he, he did really well. He be, you, you
2: can never really tell at that level but I think in the last, certainly the last couple of years his performances in, the, in, champ, in IndyCar racing rather um, have been very revealing.
0: Yeah okay contrast again now um, from the States to Goodwood uh, and this is the story of uh, this is page 112 and we have the story of the um, Allemann Mustang um, which has been um, revived um, and the great thing about this um, Gordon wrote this story, and it's beautifully written, as as, uh, as all of Gordon's stories are. He's a wonderful writer. Um, he alerted this uh, us to this because we've we've actually featured this before.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, true, the style. Uh, yeah. So
0: 53 years ago, actually. Oh right. Um, so, uh, I'm sure. I'm sure we all remember. S- yes. That was our first acquaintance with with the Man Mustang, and um, the car's been brought back to life again. Um, uh, by Alaman Motorsport, um, Dickie had a had a kind of gave it a kind of a shakedown at, um, at Goodwood, but the Gordon story is 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 the story of how of how they um, rejuvenated it. And on the page one hundred and sixteen, Damon, the, hmm. the shots of it at the Tour de France on those steel wheels. Yeah, of, uh, I mean they they, they were kind of
1: little scratchy um, postcard size images, so sadly couldn't be used too much larger but yeah. they were that yeah they were sort of about blown up as about as big as they would go but uh yeah we found we managed to dig them out of the archives but uh yeah it sort of illustrated how close the the uh, the restoration is to the original thing even yeah. down to the the period uh, white, white, white sort of uh, steel Steely. rims, just yeah. brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> every, every car should have them. I th- think we all swooned, runs. didn't we? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> when we saw these images, yeah. when, when Lyndon's yeah. pictures
0: came in, we kind of all just yeah had a bit of a <laughs> yeah a bit of a moment, didn't we? So oh, it's, it's
1: great that Henry obviously has been involved. Is, it was 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 involved with the, the restoration as well. I mean, it's a, certainly a circular story there with uh, yeah. Henry kind of coming back and sort of putting it all back together again.
2: Yeah, it's yeah, so, um, lovely to look at and even lovelier to read, I'd say, but I mean the, 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 the car looks, as you said, Gordon's done a brilliant job with the words, but it's just one of the most attractive cars I've seen in motorsport for yeah. months and months, yeah. and months and months and months. It's absolutely lovely.
1: Nothing, nothing better than a bright red Mustang and Goodwood on a sunny day with blue skies and all the rest yeah. of it, it. Well, you turn the page and you you suddenly see
0: what looks like a, a transparent car um, inside the Ultimate Street Race. Racer, so page 118, and this is uh, Mercedes-AMG, um, this is their it's the F1 car for the road. This is this yeah. is their their hyper car that that's powered that is powered by the the, the Formula One engine, but it's also four wheel drive. So it's taken the technology and 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 augmented it, amplified it. Mm. So um, now I haven't seen the car in the flesh um, from the pictures. I think it's a little bit disappointing, to be honest. Yeah, the however,
1: f- the front's a bit sort of corporate, isn't it? It just feels a bit it's soft. It does,
0: the front. Yeah. Um, and having various internet like artists hmm. been
1: um, doing their own sort of rendering. Yeah, sort of they make it <laughs> been redesigning it, on, it before it, it's... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> putting the pointy noses of an F1 car on it. And, uh, yeah. and it looks way better. <laughs> but uh, yeah. the rear the rear fin's quite a thing. But uh, yeah, I don't know, I just, you just get the feeling, you know, with with a blank sheet of paper and a kind of a money, no object kind of a uh, brief, you'd think that they would have something a, bit more, a little bit more spectacular, but... Well,
0: here's some figures, okay. Um, So the revs are capped from the 13,000, that's the usual limit for F1, to 11,000. (laughs) Right. <laughs> which is still pretty much twice <laughs> yeah. anything else. That's I mean, still a I mean, motorbike, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I've, I've been lucky. I've driven all sorts of the, a, the The, the two thousand doesn't so. come on
2: cam till about eleven thousand, does it? <laughs> that's right. Yeah, and
0: then for six hundred revs. <laughs> yes, <that's right>. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, I mean, the, the things like the Enzo and uh, LaFraria, they're, they're good for eight and a half, nine. But you know, this this will rev two thousand rpm beyond. Um, but it's a 1.6 uh, V6, so straight from the Formula One car. Mm. Um, I think since we wrote this story, there are rumours that the whole car will be built in the UK. But we'll we'll see what happens mm. there because that's obviously a slightly difficult one for uh, so we'll list, Mercedes to manage. That yeah, will this be on your that list, that list of uh, cars that
1: I want to drive? Possibly, maybe. Possibly, maybe. Yeah,
0: yeah it, it is. But you know, the more the more time I spend here, the more I, I sort of lust after you know driving. I don't know, the MGBs opened my mind, you know, to, to how much fun you can have with 160 horsepower, <laughs> you know. I'm yeah, so lucky yeah. I've driven the Veyrons and, you know, Enzo's and 918's, P1's and everything, and they are, they, they blow your mind, but the the race that I had a couple of weeks ago, did I tell
1: you about that? Um, no, no, tell us again. <laughs> little, you know, a little
0: bit was wet, you know, and um, <laughs> just slithering that thing around. Um, but anyway, I, I mean, we're, we're, we're focusing on this car because it is a you know, it, this is an F1 car for the road, and that's been proposed yeah. a number of times. Yeah. But I think. um
1: Well, I think this is the first time since the Ferrari, w- which you could argue is was a, was the a sort F50. of yeah, which was a sort of a slightly sort of muted version. But this is this is full on, full bore, isn't it? It's no, Nothing, no. There's compromise. never it, been a road car that's been. It, it is, it is to, and
2: ninety yeah. percent uh, of them will probably be sold to people who live in Monte Carlo, where you can never go second gear in a Toyota. I go, so. I'm not quite sure you'll be able to exploit its full potential, but...
0: Mm, you're not buying one then? Um,
2: the Punto's the Punto's still going strong, so... Is yeah. It? <laughs> yeah,
0: And it can't even get close to the performances the, 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 of the Punto. Really. Well, as you were
2: saying about low-powered cars, I mean, or, you know, older cars, I mean, I, I still adhere to the maxim, but something with low, low power, which you actually have to drive and maintain momentum and think about what you're doing, rather than just being able to switch it on and off, as, as you will. I just, I find more fun. Yep. It might be a bit weird like that, but... Um,
0: well, it's going to be around two and a quarter million euros. Two hundred and seventy-five unit production run. I'm sure it will be astonishing, yes. and um, I love the fact that these cars are still being built. You know, mm, in this day and age, but, yeah, definitely. The, yeah. the, the, the
2: fact that this kind of thing exists, I think, is to be celebrated. I mean, it is obviously wholly impractical in in the real world <laughs> uh, where the F- Fiat Punto reigns. But I mean, I just uh, the fact that people are prepared to do this, um, it's it's just. To me it's, um, whatever you think of the looks, I mean, it is almost, it's is almost—it's hmm. engineering as an art form, isn't it?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, they, they're saying they're going to be able to do 30,000 miles between rebuilds for, wow. a, <laughs> for, a, for a car that's got 1,000 horsepower, it's four-wheel drive, it's 1.6, I mean it's, it, it's kind of miraculous I think actually. Because yeah. I
2: don't think many 1.6 focuses pull that kind of power out, do they? Not many. <laughs> I've know. seen a few in South
0: End that look... Yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> But yeah, let's. I mean, we'll obviously feature this car again, and hopefully, we'll have the opportunity to track test it. I'm sure the number of hands will go up in, in, in the office to yeah. volunteer for that one. Um, but Andrew Frankel's done a, done a great job with the story, and. Um, yeah, let's see. Let's see how that one develops. And um, I think we ran out of time about ten minutes ago, chaps. I'm afraid. Yeah. Um, <coughs> so I'll quickly summarise. We got in, in road test We've got the new Honda Civic Type R. Speaking of um, Revy Hondas, uh, the Elise Sprint, Lotus Elise Sprint, lovely little thing, um, and a quick Audi. Uh, we have 12-cylinder Ferraris in speed shop, and we have. Um, super, touring, um, super touring, cars, and uh, one of the next big proposed whether it's one of the next big things in historic racing. Um, a story on the uh, the Hamilton Rothko uh, collection and collaboration that's that's emerging auctions, uh, Porsche 911, GT3, BMW 1800Ti. And, um, a, and a
1: Ferrari owned by Keith Richards, of course, And a Ferrari mean? owned by Keith Richards, <laughs> absolutely. How, yeah. how, how, how very motorsport, isn't it? On the yes. eclectic mix. <laughs> <laughs> and I think,
0: to be honest, my probably one of my favourite pictures in the issue, if not my favourite picture in the issue, is on uh, page 168. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell you what that is because right. that's my way of saying if you haven't got the issue, go and buy the issue and see the picture on 168. Ah, yes, yes, I've just, I've just turned that up. Yes, that's, yeah. that, that is a good one, yeah. That is a, a really picture. good one. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. um, listen, guys, thank you, Damon, and thank you, Simon, oh, uh, for joining joining me on, on, on this issue uh, commentary. This is the November 2017 issue. It's on sale now if you're listening to this in in October 2017. Um, Damon's doing a four, sign that four says four, which I presume means the covers.
1: Yes, buy, buy, buy all four, yes. <laughs> no, yeah. no, you don't have to
0: buy all four, that's not why we did it. All right, two, all right, two. <laughs> all right, yeah, just buy two, yeah. No, we did it because we thought, well, what a great opportunity to yeah. show the four sides of, of Nicky Loud, and Definitely. of course on the newsstand, it's quite fun when you're thumbing through the issues, you see a, you see a different one. Um, if you can't find the cover um, that you'd like, um, give us a call, the details are uh, on the website, motorsportmagazine.com and we'll be able to send you one out from, from our office. Um, oh, guys, what's your favorite? We've got four.
1: Oh, what's, what's your favorite? It's like children, you're not supposed to have favorite, <laughs> but, but my favorite actually yeah. is the fighter, yeah. The fighter, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just because of the, just, yeah, just because of all that stuff on the, on the helmet the dirt and the, the, the kind of stone chips and the, the worn the wear. It just it looks like he's been through, I, I, been through hell.
2: I Obviously, like all of them, because I'm like that. Um, but my personal favourite, just because I think it's uh, it's quite a sweet image, the, the rookie, and it's also probably the first time a March seventy one's been on the cover of Motorsport. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, um, it's just it's a it's a kind of it's a an sort of innocent age, and yeah. I mean it's pre-accident, Nicky, the wide open Bell Star helmet, um, just quite simple, mm. and it just. It's, it's before he was well known it's when he was still back in the period we described when he was regarded as a you know a, a renter driver yeah. and before the, the real Nicky Lauda had, had emerged uh, to the wider world and I, do, I just think it's quite a touching shot.
0: Yeah I'm, I'm with you on that Simon actually I th- I th- the way that he looks uh, uh, he looks so small in the car you know he does he, There is a the March 71 like was dimensionally huge challenged <laughs> <laughs> yeah but he just has this kind of he does have this there's an innocence about that shot he looks mm. small in the car and he's looking up you know sort of wide eyed it's uh yeah, it's a hell of a thing. So we really hope you enjoy this issue. This, this It was great fun to put together and, and Simon in, in particular, you know, I know we shouldn't single anyone out, but Simon, you did a great job, you know, with your various adventures here, there and everywhere, uh, of which you've had another one recently down to Monaco. We won't tell you who Simon went to, went to visit, but um, he's, he's uh, a Formula One driver. Um, As you you might expect. Um, Forthcoming
2: lunch. Yep. And there's also further evidence that you really don't need a Mercedes hypercar in Monaco because (laughs) (laughs) you really can't get out of second gear, even when it's not run with race traffic. You just can't.
0: You probably would have done in the Punto, though, wouldn't you? (laughs) Yeah, maybe. (laughs) yeah thanks for listening everyone um yeah so uh we will be back um we have more podcasts coming up both in association with mercedes-benz and the royal automobile club um tell your friends we hope you enjoy them and um stay tuned for for the next issue commentary which will be the december 2017 issue of motorsport thanks for listening